You're listening to Yeah No, a podcast about our experiences starting a business at the intersection of design and healthcare. Hi, this is Tina. Hi, this is Mia. Good morning. Hello, it's early. It's very early, but we are in a brand new studio. So we're here in Figure 8 Studios in Brooklyn. Yay, here in Brooklyn. Together, staring at each other. I miss that you don't live in Brooklyn. I know. I just I take miss this moment. I don't live in Brooklyn, too. It makes me a little bit sad. But, you know, I love waking up at 5 o'clock in the morning to get down to Brooklyn. <laughs> because you've got to get on your carriage. you got to get the horses ready. I, gotta, I have to take my <laughs> rowboat over. It's, you know, really far. I do miss the countryside and the mountains. I know. We don't get to see turkeys today, for sure. No. No, there won't. Will be no turkeys the except turkey for the turkey on your red. <laughs> I wanted to say a few words about Figure Eight because it's run by some of our very, very, very good friends. And what's amazing about this studio? It's beautiful. So any musicians should come to Figure Eight Studios. Is that you know Shazad? Shazad Ismaili. Yeah old friend of ours famous musician yes five years ago Shazab was like I want to open a recording studio and was looking around for places and found great people uh, engineers and recording people to come together and create this amazing studio that we're in and I just you know I'm so impressed by this whole kind of entrepreneurial spirit how many around. knobs do you think are in this room right oh now? Oh my God. Looking around, there's buttons and knobs and keyboards and lights flashing. <laughs> <laughs> it might be a little overkill for our podcast. But it's still very cozy. What are we going to talk about today? Um, I don't know. What's been on your mind this week? Well, I think that we have talked about our business. Diagram, which is a service-based, client-based business, small business. Did a little intro in episode one. And then we talked about Cahoots, our startup, in episode two. And we are constantly in a battle to... It's like a battle. It is a battle. Battle royale of what is the difference between the two. And should we be approaching them differently? Or should we approach them with the same kind of thinking and personalities and um, rigor that we do uh, do you remember when we went to Cambridge? Yeah. Um, and we Wait, were which just... time? <laughs> We've been there a lot. Well, that time we were going... Cambridge is a hotbed for healthcare. Health tech. Yeah. We also, through a friend, met um, a guy named Mark Kasdorf, who owns a company called Intrepid. How did we meet Mark? You know, I don't... I can't remember. Somebody <laughs> we'll, introduced we'll us. We'll just say through a friend, because yes. we have no idea. <laughs> Yes. But thank you to that person who introduced us to Mark. <laughs> because we still talk about it. What's interesting about Intrepid is that they were a company that was building apps. And they were um, a, more of a UX yeah. kind experience. of a service company. And then he found an amazing space in Cambridge, like an old barn, and decided that he was going to create a uh, co-working space for other startups. And so now... On top of Intrepid, he has also a co-working space that he runs as a business. And it seemed... And on top of the co-working space, they were building apps within Intrepid to launch out into the world. So it was was like a Russian nesting doll of companies. Yeah. And you and I came out and we were like, 
oh my God, we didn't even know that was possible, right? And that gave us a different dimension for thinking about how to structure diagram because being able to think about diagram as, yes, we have client-based work and we're a small business and we're generating revenue so that we can keep sustain this business. But then thinking about, well, where can we take some risk? Where can we, you know, push ourselves? It just changed our view on what it meant to start a business. Do you remember how much energy that guy had? Oh, my God. He was amazing. It was hard to match. Yeah. You know, you're trying to match people's energy. It's not. It was, <laughs> I just was looking at him like, you are an alien and I don't understand what's happening. Um, as we're talking about the differences between small business and, and startups, right? I was um I was thinking about this because one of the similarities that we have embraced is that there is an entrepreneurial spirit, right? To own a, your own small business as well as to have a startup, you need to really be brave and you have to be Yeah, there's something to be said about blind ambition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like just belief and that you are the best and the thing that you are making is the best. Yeah, right? You have to be a little bit crazy. A lot, yeah. Crazy. Some people would call it visionary. Oh, crazy and visionary are so close. <laughs> They're just so close. What about obsessive? <laughs> That's also very close. Okay. I would say those all belong in the same circle of a Venn diagram. <laughs> it's like that middle gray zone, yeah. like when, where everything meets and right. it just turns to black. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to give you a little uh, quiz. A quiz? Yeah. Oh, you're changing it up. Yeah. I found a quiz that is about... I like quizzes. I like these. Is it that kind where I'm going to know what type I am? Um, Yes. Oh, is this like one of those Cosmo quiz? (laughs) Like, who are you? We're so dated. Is Cosmo still around? Okay. Uh. Statement one. There's only three. So you just have to say whether or not you identify with the sentence. Yes or no? Yes. Yeah, no? Okay. Yeah. I am always looking for the next opportunity. Yeah. I am always looking to grow my company significantly. Yeah. Two for two. I, there's no right or wrong answer. (laughs) (laughs) You know how competitive I am. I am always innovative. Yeah. 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 I think it's three yes. Got it. I thought about so this. So what am I? What am I? Am you're, I like a type X? You're a tiger baby. <laughs> this is basically about identifying you as an entrepreneur, so you would be an entrepreneur. But my beef with this quiz, though, is that as a small business owner, I also am always looking for the next opportunity. I also want to grow my company significantly, and I also think that I'm innovative. Right. So – why do these two things have to be separate? Right. And I feel like there's always a versus in there. Yeah. Small business owner versus uh, entrepreneur. But why does it have to be a versus? Why can't it, you be both or all of them? And part of me thinks that the entrepreneur world very much wants to be its own thing. Yeah. They want to classify themselves into this category. Right. And my question is why? Why yeah. would you want to categorize yourself? Well, I think people want just kind of a easy to understand thing, and I think entrepreneurship has become that thing. Right. You I know, get that. it's like it's it's I'm something a that people. I'm a lawyer. Yeah. I'm an entrepreneur. Well, and I also think that unfortunately there is a portrait out there that exists, a stereotype 
of an entrepreneur, right? It's that they work 18 hours a right. day. Right. They oftentimes are under 30. They live in San Francisco. They, they have a backpack. They might wear <laughs> flip-flops. Right. They sleep on a friend's couch for, you know, a year. And I think that for us, well, we don't want to do – we don't meet any of those criteria. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that we constantly are kind of just trying to say diagram – which we're very fortunate to have and very happy to have, and we work hard at every single day, helps gives us avenues to supporting our entrepreneurship yeah. ventures. Right. One of the biggest similarities, too, is that you constantly have to be ready for evolution, right? And in startup world, they call that a pivot or you know, whatever that you want to call it. But it's that you have to be willing to change. You have to be malleable. Yeah. You can't get stuck in that um, in a hole of, well, this is the one thing that we do, and it's we're going to stay true to that. And I think that there is, of course, a need to stay true to what you what you know, right? But if we think about um, Diagram, we're kind of like, no, we're going to do this for a while, and we're going to see where it evolves and grows and changes, and it could completely change. I was thinking about the episode of Startup, uh, the podcast. It was um, season two for with Dating Ring. They had a a whole season dedicated to one startup, which is a dating website. And, you know, the the fact that those two women were willing to change and say, we're going to take a plunge and yeah. make a subscription-based service, right? right? Not, not go along with the paradigm of it's free to sign up and then you just get ads, right? right? And one would think that that would put you under, but that made their subscribership just shoot way through yeah. the ceiling. And right. I thought that... That kind of a a change is, I still believe in this, right? It's still a dating site, and we're still going to do it very differently, and we're still going to make very specific one-on-one matches, but we're going to change this other thing that's going to change it pretty dramatically. Right. But we're going to be open to that evolution. What do you think is the biggest difference because there are differences, yeah. right? We definitely think that they're very close together, but there are massive differences when we think about, or when, even when we talk about, or brainstorm or ideate for things for diagram versus cahoots. So right. in your mind, if you had to choose one, what do you think is the biggest difference? I think the biggest difference is the option to scale. And as we've grown diagram, um, which we have this year, we added two employees, we got a new studio. Um, we have the option whether or not we want to grow. And that's based on how much work we decide we want to take on for the business. Um, and it's a little bit of a known factor. For Cahoots, which is a product, and we want to build an app, and we want to figure out how to, to grow that, we have to scale it. We have to think in terms of like, how can we create a product that fulfills the biggest need possible so that we can get people to use this? Why would we be putting so much effort into something that is the return on investment is like 100 people? Like we just don't have that vision for Coots. I know we don't imagine it's going to be like a 
billion, billion dollar company on its own, but like we're not naive about it. Like we want this to impact lots and lots and lots of people because we believe it can. Right. One thing in reflecting about the similarities and differences is that for me, I started out thinking, oh, let's talk about these similarities and differences. But the differences column was always a lot larger. I think that the way that we run Diagram and Cahoots, the differences get closer together to the similarities. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we're, we meld the two a lot. Yeah. And I think that there's a, a want in the culture to make them super separate. Right. You know, oh, you start a small business, you're a small business owner. Right. You start a startup and you do this thing. I know. You're an there's entrepreneur. just tons of stuff online about like what's the difference between a startup yeah. and a small business, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. And as I was reading those things, I was like, well, we do a little bit of that and we do a little bit of yeah. that. So yeah. does, Why it, does it, really it have, have to be, be separate? Black? Yeah. Or I guess the other trend right now is like Etsy, right? Like they exist for the good of their this community that they're building right like they're not beholden to the same shareholder principles That's a good word, beholden beholden yeah i'm trying to expand my vocabulary with this podcast it's hard it's, it's hard. hard i know i need to do more reading um i have a quiz for you okay are we an umbrella or are we a tree i don't i have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> I'm going to say a tree because it's not raining outside. If we think about our businesses. You know, outside in the world, outside of the studio. (laughs) Okay, so we have Diagram, and then we have Cahoots, which is our startup. Which one's an umbrella? So say it's a very hot day, and we want to shield ourselves from the heat. So there's two things we could do. We could get an umbrella to give us some shade, or we could grow a tree from scratch. For diagram? Yeah. Well, no. But which would diagram be and which would cahoots be? I think that diagram would be a tree. Okay. And cahoots would be an umbrella. Why? Because I think with cahoots, we are looking to serve a need as quickly as possible because the need is great. Right? We are – there are people out there who have – aging parents or who have loved ones who need help in taking medications or doing their care plan and they can't do it because they don't know what to what kind of information to give them or how to help them right and that's a great need and so we're trying to get that umbrella up for them as soon as we can so that that need can be satisfied whereas I feel like with diagram it's a long tail. We're trying to grow a tree because we're trying to make a huge impact in healthcare, and healthcare is ginormous. And I think that it's going to take other people helping to water the tree and clip it and shape it. Yeah. So it might be a bonsai or it might be a crazy wild jungle tree. It could be a crazy wild jungle tree. And I think that. Other people have a lot of say in that because we talk to other, you know, we we take influence from them, right? Right. Whereas I feel like our umbrella, it's like, it's not going to be anything more than an umbrella. It's going to, it's going to go up and down always like an umbrella and it's never going to really, it's not going to change. So I found that metaphor on the internet and the metaphor was that the umbrella was the small business. You know, you would 
know exactly how it works and you could just put it up quickly and it would sustain yourself over time, right? The startup was the tree because it's like if you plant a little um, sprout that you could water it, you could put all this time and effort into trying to nurture it and it could still die and that it was kind of the unknown, right? Like you don't know if it's going to blossom into this giant thing. They both provide shade, but they have very different approaches or very different factors that go into making them what they are. Um, So it's interesting. And I feel, I actually, like listening to you, I feel like it is true. It's like our service-based business diagram is more amorphous sometimes. And we treat coats like it's like, we kind of know what it is and we should just open up that umbrella and as quickly as we can and then, you know, open up another umbrella somewhere else, right? Yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe that's what our, the differentiation is, right? Is that maybe we just think differently about that. Maybe the general population does think that a small business is something you just pop open and it's a known and it's good. And maybe our difference in thinking is the reason why we also think that these are a lot closer together than you think they yeah. are. And we don't think that there should be a differentiation between an entrepreneur who starts their own, I don't know, skateboard shop. Right. And an entrepreneur that starts their own dating ring. Right. Right. I mean, those are all kind of, those are all fall under that, forgive me, umbrella of entrepreneurship. It's <laughs> catchy. Well, now we're going to just, every time we think about umbrella, it's going to be a different metaphor. So, you know. I have to say, I went to a, um, you know, when I went to the Center for Global Policy Solutions, they had a conference down yeah. in D.C.? Well, it wasn't a conference. It was like a, a kind of gathering of minds, right? Symposium? Yeah. Um, we had to quickly come up with ideas, brainstorm. Uh-huh. and You're good at that? Yeah. Well, we were in teams. And there was a woman who came up with an amazing term. Oh. Um, it was for entrepreneurs who, because of co-working spaces, like the proliferation of co-working spaces yeah. and the fact that, you know, we can take our, our lives, our computers, you know, in our bag now, right? Um, that, you know, you're mobile, right? And a lot of entrepreneurs will go anywhere from between coffee shops to their office space to their co-office space to their home, right? Mobipreneurs? No, entrepreneurs. Good. Entrepreneurs, right? Yeah. But I think we need a term that's kind of these business owners and entrepreneurs who have a mindset of an entrepreneur but believe that they should be run in a yeah. smart way. Yeah. And with the smartest thinking and, you know, that kind of thing. I think that we need to come up with a term for that. Maybe That's should, your job. I'll call her. You're, you're the best. I was come trying, to, upper, I was trying to brainstorm with you, and you just said, that's your job. <laughs> 50-50, dude. Thank you. I like that idea of us just trying to carve out our own space because that's just what we do. I mean, here's to the hybrid. Yeah. I mean, we always we always use this metaphor, which I think is more appropriate. It's about being on the crest of a wave. Yes. And when there's no one in front of you, right, then you're trying to make, make most it. of it. Right. Yeah, that's right. Hey, guess what? What? You know, we're um, next week. We're going to meet with Samip. Yeah. Samip Shah. Let's bring him on the podcast. 
Yeah, I think it's good. We want to talk about growth because it's something that is always on our mind with both cahoots and with diagram and he's so good at talking do you, i feel like we go he's like our growth guru <laughs> our guru <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's really good but in a get your ass in gear kind of way yeah and we, i think he's been in startups he has started startups he has also been in you know big agencies but I think that he just has a wealth of different experiences, which is why we always meet with him. What we love about Samip is that he tells us stuff that we would never tell ourselves. And I also think that he has a super different personality than us. <laughs> He's so good. Yeah, it'll be good. So okay. stay tuned. This podcast has been produced by Sean Nazari. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing to Yeah, No. Y-A-H, comma, N-O. We are on Instagram. Check us out on yanopodcast.com. Thanks to Figure 8 Studios for having us here today. This episode was recorded by Michael P. Coleman over in the sound booth. Our music is produced by Chess Smith. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>